Welcome in to the Journey of Entrepreneurship podcast, my friends. I am your host, Jeff Trimble. We're doing another Q&A today. Uh, second number Q&A, well, second time of Q&A. I kind of like these. Get to kind of repost what people ask and questions. That's kind of how it goes down. Somebody shoots me a question on social media somewhere. I answer it for them, let them know what's up, figure out how to answer them. They call me, whatever it is. And then I explain my thought process here on the podcast to explain to the world, because I know if they have that question that not everybody else does. Well, wait, hold on. The other people probably have that same question. <laughs> Anyways, my friends, I'm a 24-year-old entrepreneur, uh, sales guy through and through, spent the last seven years going to sales school. By that, I mean working a sales job, uh, spending a boatload of money on Grant Cardone, Jordan Delfer, seminars, marketing stuff, you name it, I do it. For the last two months, I have been a full-time entrepreneur. I've made Somewhere around 40000 bucks in the last two months working for myself, doing it by me, doing me my way, doing what I want, when I want to, as an entrepreneur, having fun while doing it, and creating a bunch of content. The more content I create, the more questions people have, the more people come to me, personal branding, and I figured I want to help the world. It's kind of my passion, my goal, my dream, my ambition, and I've been talking about that in all my podcasts. Anyway, I want to help 100 million people fire their bosses. So... Let's dive in. Today, this question comes from an insurance salesman that is new to sales, came from the Walmart world as a manager, never really done any sales, kind of a uh, a retail guy's mindset, and he happens to be my pops. It's kind of funny. <laughs> he just switched over industries, okay? Switched over industries. He went from the retail game where he was an incredible manager, one of the best in that industry, but hated it, decided that he needed to make a change, and decided, you know what, he's going to go into sales. He uh, invested in himself, hop ship, opened his own insurance agency with an insurance uh, company where he resells their services, gets paid commissions, and now he goes from the retail world to the sales world. And it's funny. He called me up one day, not trying to bash him. I helped him out and kicked him in the butt and got him going. But he called me up one day a little down. And if you're in sales, you understand that sometimes you get down on yourself. You get You just kind of let the no's and the negatives and the shit of sales bog on you. And you also know in sales that the hardest part of sales is keeping the six inches between your ears correct. And if you keep that stuff straight, then you have a very good chance of sales. Well, for him, he's never done sales before, for one, problem number one. Problem number two is he's the only person in the office. So that means he doesn't have any employees selling with him yet. He doesn't have any sales gurus working with him yet. He doesn't have a sales system redesigned for him yet. He's basically reinventing the system doing what farmer's insurance tells him to do. And let's be honest, a sales industry like this where you buy into the office isn't really that great. They want you to kind of just do it yourself. And that's what it is for him, right? So he's sitting there uh, burning and turning. For me as a sales person, I'll explain my past to give you a little bit uh, rounded where I come from. So I, I started in sales years ago. Uh, I read a book, Before You Quit Your Job by Robert Kiyosaki, some around 2013. And... In that book, it says, if you don't know what you want to do with your life, you just know you want to be an entrepreneur, go into sales. Because A, sales will level you up. It'll help you take no for an answer. It'll make you stronger. And it will get you money, right? Salespeople are one of the highest paid people in the industry. There's more millionaire salespeople in this world than any other job. Uh, and almost all super successful entrepreneurs started out in sales somewhere. So, that's what I did. You know, went from one sales job to another sales job, uh, quitting it when I stopped learning. Yes, I would quit at my prime. When I get to the top and I was making quite a bit of money at the company, I would quit and go somewhere else because 
I wasn't learning anymore. I wasn't leveling up anymore. So I went from one sales job to another that was completely different style of selling, different products, completely everything brand new. So that way I could continue to grow because I knew someday my mission, my goal, my dream, my ambition was to be an entrepreneur. And I wanted to level up my skill set to be a better asset to this world. So that's what I did. Dive into the question. He calls me up all down, beat up because he'd been taking no's all day long, taking cold calls that are coming in. He's buying leads, uh, which is a thing that insurance agencies do all the time where calls come in into the office. He gets a little bit of information about them before they call. Uh, and what he his process was, was generate, uh, look into the information that was given to him, age, like property, asset values, all this kind of stuff. So that way he could basically write out a quote for them already. So his process was, was take the quote that he pre-wrote for them, the pricing, everything, call them up on the phone, uh, talk to them for a couple of minutes, and then pitch them on the sales present or the price, right? Say, hey, look, this is what I got for you. And just kind of just do uh, a fact blurb, right? Hoping that they'll grab on to the product. I'm not in his office. I don't actually get to see the process. But again, I dove deep with questions, asked him what kind of objections he was getting, what was the things, the reasons, uh, the answers he was getting at the end, why they were telling him no. Because as a salesperson, you need to reverse engineer why they say no. And if you can start seeing why people are telling you no, you can start to change that up a little bit. So for the years of me being in sales, that was my skill that I've kind of learned of seeing psychology because sales is just a psychology, but can read what other people were saying between the lines. Uh, in most cases, what they were saying, the price was too expensive, right? Oh, you're $50 more a month than the other guy, right? My dad's reasoning would be like, well, you get this, this, and this a little bit more, right? But his problem was is he didn't have any tie downs. He wasn't asking enough questions for these people to drag into him, right, to, to make an attachment to him. There's three tenths to selling, three things. Jordan Belfort talks a lot about this. Three tenths to selling before anybody will purchase from you. You need to sell yourself. This is where he was missing, right? He wasn't selling himself as a person that he's going to be there for them to help them out as an agent because most of us don't even know that we have an insurance agent. And most people actually don't. If you signed up for 1-800-CARFAX and Geico.com or whatever it is, insurancerus.com, you don't have an agent, right? Well, at Farmers Insurance, you pay a little bit more, but you have a guy that you can directly go down to and sit with and he will handle everything for you. You might pay a little bit more per month, a couple of dollars here or there. But, or you might actually pay the same price, but you will have an agent that you get to work with to ask and call any questions, to make any changes, to bounce ideas off of. Well, with the, any other person, an insurance agency, right? You have to call the 1-800 number, maybe talk to somebody in the Philippines and hope that you, you just don't get to build a relationship with anybody. Nobody's really there if you need them, right? So I'm explaining this to my dad. I'm like, dude, they're not saying no to the price. They're saying no to the value. It's never a price thing, guys. Like at the end of the day, like, if you're in sales, it's never a price thing. If they tell you it's a price thing, well, you didn't build enough value yet, right? You didn't build enough value. You didn't bridge the gap somewhere. It, sales is never about price, ever. So get that shit out of your head. That's what he was thinking. He's like, well, doing them just a little bit more. Well, if you want to compete in the lowest price, dude, do you know that this is a true statistic? If you're in your own business, whatever it is, the business that goes out of, the company that goes out of business the most is the person that is lowest price because it's hard to compete there. The second most is a person in the middle because they don't know how to justify the price difference from the cheaper person to the high-end person. And the person who stays in business forever is usually the highest priced person in the industry. So it's never the price. When they tell you it's too expensive, they're telling you that there's just not enough value built up yet. 
for them to buy, right? It's too expensive for them because they don't see the value in it. So as a salesperson, you need to pick that up. Where did you go? Three tenths of selling. You need to sell yourself, you need to sell your company, and you need to sell your service. Which one of those tens did you miss? Did you miss selling farmers in his case? Did you miss selling the insurance package, which he probably did, didn't explain to him what the benefits were. He just kind of back vomited, which meant nothing to them. And he probably didn't sell on himself. He probably hit missed two of those tens completely. I don't know. Wasn't in the office. I'm actually going down to California and I'm going to sit in his office and listen to a sales pitch and might actually do a sales presentation for him on my video for you guys on Facebook. If you're not following there to do a little teaching and coaching to see where he went wrong and help the world. But that was it, right? He, I started asking him what his process was, and he was like, dude, I just do a normal presentation about the product. And I asked him, I was like, dude, are you asking any questions about these people, any personal questions, anything about them, how many kids they have, like what are their kids like, do they go to soccer practice, like any personal questions to make you a real person versus 1-800-GEICO, like what are you doing that's different? Like you're telling them that you're going to be there for them, but you're not there for them on the front end. I say this over and over and over. It's very true in sales, right? Would you ever walk into a bank that you've never made a deposit in before? Say it's a you know, Bank of America. You walk into Bank of America, go up to a teller, and ask for a withdrawal from a bank account you've never made a deposit in. Hell no, because you're going to get thrown out of there, the jail, thrown in jail, the cops are going to be called. It's going to be theft, bank robbery. Hell no, you're not going to do that. So why would you treat people any differently in sales or in anything for that matter? Why would you ask for it? a sale from somebody before you made a deposit into them first. You can't, right? Sometimes you might get lucky. You'll get some laydowns. That's great. You will get some laydowns. You'll win sometimes. Absolutely. Hell yeah, you will. But, but here's the thing. You won't win that often. You will win on rapport. People, here's, here's why, right? I drive an extra five miles. When I go to Dutch Bros, I'll drive an extra five miles, which is somewhere around 10 to 15 minutes further down the road. I will drive and pass one Dutch Brothers coffee shop. I'll pass one coffee shop to go to the exact same coffee shop another 15 miles or 15 minutes down the road because I like the people in that other coffee shop that much more, right? So I will completely pass one coffee shop, the exact same coffee shop. I'll pass it and go in that much further down the road just because the people inside that other coffee shop are so much cooler. Let that sink in. How many people will go shopping at a different grocery store or at a different local neighborhood market because the relationship's built up? How many people go to a doctor's office? How many people stay with their cell phone service and pay more for Verizon because they know that they'll get taken care of? Or how many people buy an iPhone or an Apple product when they know it's a lesser product, right? When they can go buy a higher quality, more features, more stuff, on a Samsung phone, an Android phone, but they stay with Apple because of the customer service. That's where Apple won, guys. If you think about it, okay, that's, that's a true statistic where everybody was pulling out of the retail game, everybody's businesses are closing down, everybody's crashing, and you, sports authorities going out of business, Dairy Queen's going out of business, all these brick and mortar stores are going out of business. Apple exploded and had massive success because they had a retail store. Now, funny thing about that is, Samsung now is getting a retail store. Microsoft now has a retail store. Not quite as close to as many as Apple does, 
but the customer service is the reason people buy. I can literally go drive down the street and go speak directly with Apple, and I can bypass that little doorkeeper of T-Mobile or any of those people, right? I can bypass the T-Mobile, Verizon, AT&T, the cell phone service providers who really don't know much about that product anyway. They're there just to sell you their service and blow you off and kick you out the door. I would know because I used to work for a company like that. They don't want to deal with the customer service issues. We can go directly to Apple and they will take care of you. Because it's their product. So you win by selling yourself. You win by being different. You win by customer service. You win by care. The person who cares the most wins the most. That's it. The person who cares the most wins the most. So care more. Take care of more people. Ask more questions. Genuinely care. Try to help people and you'll win. That's it. The end. Boom. That was his problem. I'm going to go sit down in his office. And I'm going to show him how to do it correctly. Ask more questions. What kind of questions? Tie downs to close more deals. So thank you guys for listening to this. I hope that question really helped you out. Uh, the answer at least. And stay tuned for some more. Bye-bye.